Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I are playing the Delta Green role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is Extremophilia. It was written by Shane Ivey, and it is part of a collection called Night at the Opera. Our handler is Lex Hurley, and this is episode five. Our recap will be given by me as my character, Agent Kios. But before we begin, we do have a new patron. Dennis Heil has pledged $5 a month to our club. Thank you so much, Dennis. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. <clears throat> Agent Kios reporting Thursday, March 9th, 2017. We're going the usual protocol. Let me voice my concern with our mission. We were sent to investigate the unusual circumstances leading up to the death of a police officer, specifically that he had been a victim of heavy metal poisoning. Following the discovery of a highly aggressive and possibly alien fungus during Agent Throttle's autopsy, I feel it is necessary to alert Delta Green to what may be the beginnings of a deadly plague. My concern is contamination, uh, but the others want to further investigate to find the source of the infection. To me, delays lead to disaster, but I am consider, uh, but I am not considered an expert in biology uh, by any means. I have no choice but to be a follower. However, I am taking precautions with my own safety uh, so as not to be infected myself. Agent Bagman is infected. He now has an uncontrollable urge to eat copper-coated lead bullets. Meanwhile, I am spraying everything down with Lysol and wearing gloves. I refuse to go into the infected house. It has been my non-expertise guess that the flooded copper mines may have produced some sort of extremophile that uh, eats heavy metals and or a benthic pharmaceutical company is either exploiting this or perhaps they themselves have invented it in order to recover that pit mine. Another strange, spooky idea floating around the agents is a connection to the Star People, an ancient Native American legend. I think it must be a misread coincidence because of the tendency of people to have read into things uh, to make it more interesting. Um, they forgo objectivity in favor of conspiracy. And while I also think we need to get to the heart of the situation, and God, I hope it's mundane, I still think that public health should take a priority over pointing fingers. Agent Kias out. Thank you, Tom. So it is the morning of March 9th. Uh, you all have been meeting in your rooms. I believe Agent Bagman has a mask that is intermittently on his face uh, between munches and have been planning on what uh, you uh, organizing your plans for what you want to do today. Uh, there are petri dishes with various samples of the flora swiped from Agent Jacob's body uh, that are maturing on the countertop um there uh agent throttle has examined blood samples from all of the agents and found that only bagman is contaminated 
what would you all like to do? Oh, but uh, there doesn't seem to be that much equipment here to do a proper sample of the water samples that were taken from the bent, uh, from the Berkeley pit. Uh, if you wanted to analyze those, you may need to move to a different location or purchase some more supplies and then bring them back here. Uh, you don't exactly have everything on you right now. I will say that the coroner, Brian Holsey, was able to assess the heavy metal levels within Fred Jacobs' body. So presumably there would be equipment at the uh, coroner's lab there. Balls in your court, gentlemen. And if the... Uh... If the coroner is missing and we can get into his lab, we can borrow some of that equipment. So do we want to do this all together or do we want to hit this on a couple different fronts? I'm not going to be able to help with the research. So so Um, we have three areas of interest, right? One, the disease itself through the coroner or through other places. Two, the facility or industry north of us where we think um, the infected scientists came from. And then three, I still believe, um, looking into the local law enforcement, one, for a connection, or two, if they can help in uh, some sort of quarantine or identifying or finding the coroner might be helpful. I think Benthic's outfit that they got going on outside of town is something that's worth looking into. Um, I don't know if maybe you and I want to go look at that or maybe, well, we can leave the folks who are good at research, scientific research, um, to run some tests. And then maybe the rest of us could go try to get eyes on that, um, whatever kind of compound they got going on out there. My, uh, my better expertise is really in psychology. Okay. Well, I I can go with you out there to, assess benthic yeah i think that'd be a good idea i mean they're probably not going to allow us to waltz in the front door Uh, we might need to uh, if we can't sneak in we might need to convince some people and if you're uh good at talking pretty high in in criminology too so just to so your plan is to sneak into this place in broad daylight Oh, we're gonna take a tour. You think they give tours? Well, I'm gonna work. I'm gonna work on researching the agent and Bagman and I. I think we might as well co-opt the coroner's office because all the uh, gear is, is there. Even though I think it's a risky location, um, let's just do it. What we can do is, uh, since you know it is daytime. We can always get eyes on the facility and maybe figure out um, possible entrances, exits, maybe get a little bit of an idea of, you know, what sort of shifts these guys are working on. Um, Boy, wouldn't it be nice if they all worked in nine to five? But um, then we could reconvene, um, go over what, uh, you know, Throttle could find out and then go back to the facility in the evening. Can, uh, so, so as a quick reminder, gentlemen, remember that Benthic is currently using security from Brackenridge mm. and Brackenridge uniforms, I'm sure, are plentiful um, around town, specifically the Brackenridge uh, main office, which is, of course, very close to the um, 
sheriff's office. I think it's next door or on the same street or something like that. I so, think we might. Here's a, we'll have to look into this, Ben Thick, and see what kind of what size company they are and, and get a look at the building and all that. If it's large enough, we might be able to infiltrate as janitors or or something like that that would be there on off hours. But can't but we do likely, that in seconds? I mean, can't like, we just go to call up Google and look at the size of the building? Well, yeah, but we're talking about what we're going to do in a minute. We're, and as you do that, Dr. Hayward just Googles Benthic and pulls up the location, finds a at least an address that is listed for their Helena, Montana office. And through a little bit of additional research that I won't ask for any roles for, uh, you are able to turn up a relatively short list of personnel. It doesn't seem like this is a grand corpo operation, but more yeah. of a satellite offshoot. So they'll As probably know immediately if we walked through the door that we didn't belong there. Even Unless if we we're, were security. Well, these so all the, you don't think all the security knows all the security? Well, it, these are the Breckenridge security, right? These are not the Benthic security. Benthic is contracting Breckenridge. So, right, but they yeah. probably show up the same people every day. Maybe. They probably all have worked with each other for years. So they're going to immediately notice that we're fakes. I think the idea of uh, a janitor or maybe a crew of folks going to fix something mechanical, uh, maybe, I mean, these quasi, it's not really a government outfit, <clears throat> but have plenty of contracts for minor tasks such as repairing something or a janitorial contract. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the regular employees there didn't really pay those folks much mind anyways, let alone know their names and when they're supposed to be there. And We're all just guessing. I really like, all... I really like the soft sell approach. Why don't you guys just spend some time casing the place? Maybe there's an employee that likes to go to a bar when he gets off work, you know, why don't yeah. you just make a soft observation and um, agent, uh, Wait, there's a pop-up there. Agent Joy, I think soft questioning of the agent is a great way to start, just to find out the temperature of the water. If you know what I mean? Like, if you go in charging like a bull, you could fuck things up. I'll be the world's tiniest bull even if I do, so we have Aren't no just kidnap somebody. Let's do a little surveillance, figure out who's the sloppy ones. So let's let's do a little surveillance and I'll do some initial forays into this disease and this mold and see what's going on. And then let's see what we get. And then we don't have to spin wheels speculating on what if or what not. Yeah, let's go case the place and then we can always while we're doing that, we can discuss as as we discover new hmm. variables and learn more information. Right. So, so Bagman and I are both gonna be the whole time we're gonna be wearing um masks and regulators and uh, everything while we're in this lab that's contaminated except when uh the only times that he's not going to be wearing masks is when i need samples or so things like that but other so than that we're going to take the with us? precautions hmm? is joy you're coming with us well i'm thinking while you two uh go case look, joy. case to join us it were i'll Pay our dear friend the sheriff a little visit. Okay. See what uh see what I can scare up. 
I actually think that um, Kios, you would be great with the sheriff. You've got a lot of uh, psychology skills. Law enforcement agency, absolutely. All right. Well, then I think that Highline should hold off. Well, just go case. Don't go inside. Don't don't just go. Don't even go inside. Don't call any attention. Yeah, just right. watch Don't go in the woods. And we'll make a plan for later for that. And we- Bagman, look, while you're hardly on death's row, you know, you can find out. See what you can find out online and going through financial records and whatnot. See if there's anything more there. Don't eat the computer. Oh, uh, okay. Um, he so got a nasty we- call already the first time he did that. So I think the point he's making is I'm already dead. Yeah. Well, don't eat the lithium batteries. They're probably not compatible and you'll make yourself sick. Mm. So, what, so am I going solo? Yeah, so just, you're going just, solo and you're just watching. You're not going inside unless like there's some give me opportunity that happens and then you can go inside as yourself or not as your Delta green thing, but as your whatever thing. I and, don't do uh, anything that's going to cause little alarms to go off in their heads. That right. So it's got to be a real freebie for you to get in. Okay. All right. So Kios, what play do you have in mind? Do you want to? Well, I don't know. It was your idea to see the sheriff. Uh... Yeah. My thinking is we think the sheriff is somewhat compromised. Let's Let's see what he knows. Right. Because if... He is. I'm imagining he's, you know, small fish at best. Well, what way do you think that he might be compromised? So I think with all the funding, with all the donations he's been getting, he's probably being paid by Benthic and the hospital and everyone else to look the other way. I also think that he's connected with um, our friend from the EPA, who's also trying to keep eyes away from everything that Benthic is doing. So if he has names, he has contacts, anything we might be able to use so that if we do show up on site, we could drop a name, make a reference, something that makes it seem like the sheriff sent us or something like that, then maybe that's an in. I'm just thinking that if he is involved, mm-hmm. We're, he's going to want to know why we're asking questions, and then we're kind of Well, screwed. I'm thinking we're asking questions because we were sent in because Benthic fucked up. So we can even have him help do a quarantine and any normal police activity and go, hey, you know, Pre- the guys have been... It pretty is, shaky. It could go wrong in is. a thousand ways. It, oh, it absolutely can, but I think we have a timeline. The disease will spread. Bagman is who knows how long he'll last. Well, why don't we just assume that he is? Thanks for the vote of confidence. Why don't we just assume that he is and act on it? Well, I want to use him and the police force, right? Because if we need a quarantine, if we need to find the coroner, we need more manpower than what we have. Okay. Well, I think you need to spearhead this. I'll come with you and back you uh, up. More than glad to. I do All present right. a rather small profile, so they might shoot you first anyways, just so you know. I can dodge. <laughs> Run okay. like a rabbit. 
<laughs> Serpentine. Okay. So I think I have an idea of where everyone is going to be going. Um, Highline, I believe you're going to get back into your truck and punch in the directions. Uh, it's going to be quite a drive. Uh, look, Google is estimating about 45 minutes um, up into the roads north of Helena, or up into the mountains north of Helena on the roads, pardon me. Um, as you, uh, Kios and Joy, get into one of the rentals that seem to be mitotically dividing. Uh, throttle... Oh, two, two, two separate, please. He hasn't oh, been you want to take two yet. separate vehicles? Yeah. Okay. I don't want to be in his Jeremy car. <laughs> German uh, car, German car. Uh, there we go. And then Throttle and Bagman, you are, are you planning on moving the entire shop from the hotel over to the coroner's office and gathering everything and moving it or just setting up a new secondary location there? Say that again. Do you want to gather all of your materials and supplies, your Petri dishes and stuff uh, from this hotel location? There's not that much, is there? There's not that much, but this is a segue into getting you all to view what has happened to the samples overnight. Uh, the Petri dishes that have been exposed to batteries uh, in their containers, the flora has grown noticeably. The containers that have not had batteries have not grown. Additionally, the container that has an antifungal cream in it has not grown but it does not have a battery in it either. That was a shot in the dark that y'all were doing. So the one without the battery shavings, that hasn't increased in size at all? It has not increased in size. Why don't we do one that- Wait, 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 wait. but wasn't the, wasn't, the, wasn't the stuff growing inside the corpse? Correct. But the corpse, the corpse might have been eating batteries. The corpse that has thousands of milligrams of, per kilogram of heavy metals in its system already. So why don't we do one that, ha that has the antifungal cream with the battery to see if it even makes a difference? We can. I don't think the antifungal cream will make a difference, but we certainly can. I mean, we've got plenty of this stuff. But anyway, to answer the question, I think it makes... I think we should just move everything into one location. That's yeah, perfectly fine. Unless we can be shut out of the location. Um, okay. So then we can gather all of that. Uh, are you two taking two separate vehicles or the same vehicle down there? With, with all of our protection, we'll take the same one. <clears throat> okay. All right. Um, as you two drive, uh, gathering all of your equipment into various bags and going to the coroner's office, uh, the door is open and you see a familiar face. Janet is behind the desk. She does seem a little bit frazzled and is sort of shuffling papers uh, uh, around on the desk and is in the middle of making a call and seems like she's a little bit out of breath and hurried and just like, OK, th th thank you very much. Thank you. So really sorry for the inconvenience. Bye. Hangs up. Um, hi, hello. Oh, um, you all. Sorry, I can't close the, the place. I had to take your tape down. But um, yeah, there's not much happening here. Um, that, that's okay. Has there been any word on um, the corner? 
God, I wish. Uh, no, we still have not heard from him. This is the first time he has ever flaked this hard. Um, I hope he is okay. But yeah, uh, I'm, I'm having to forward ongoing cases. This this office usually serves like a lot of different areas. And I'm having to forward them to other locations because uh, there's no one to look here. Um, yeah. Have you heard anything on Dr. Holsey? No, we haven't, but we're gonna, um, we're gonna, um, the two of us are gonna set up shop here for a little while because there's some, uh, as we go over some of the evidence from these various, some of the, um, the biological evidence of the recent deaths, the cop and the, I don't say the cop, I say whatever the dude's name is. And, um, and uh, the coroner, there's equipment here that we need so that we can try to figure out what's going on and if there's a, uh, any more of a threat to this. So we're going to be here. If there is some strange emergency or anything and you need one of us, uh, go ahead and interrupt us. But we will be in the coroner's office. Um, okay, well, uh, I really hate to ask and I don't, I should know if this is legal or not, but if we have to send a body for examination, could I ask you to examine it just to, to keep things moving? Because that's kind of like a clog in the drain right now. Is there a body that needs to be examined? Uh, there can be. Is that a yes? I can do a quick examination, but I've got other things that we do have to do. That's cool. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, just just go ahead. I won't. I don't want to lose my job. So yeah, you do that. I, I will keep you posted. Um, okay. Cool. That's fine. Also, why is he wearing a mask? Is he okay? So I am too. I'm wearing a mask too. Oh, I should not ask questions. All right, and you two can post up in the coroner's office. It's much the same as you had left it before. Um, you hear some chattering. Uh, from the front desk as the door swings shut behind you. What would you all like to do? Start setting up. I mean, there's no, she didn't bring a body in, right? So I think we're going to try to figure out if there's anything we can do with, um, with this, um, Flora, and since it's not really my ex, my field of expertise, I'm just going to run sort of standard, I guess, scientific slash medical tests on it just to see how it reacts to basic things. Uh, again, this as a player, this isn't anywhere in my field of expertise, so I don't sure. know what I would do. Um, sure. But I do. We'll, we'll follow up on those suggestions that um, Agent Bagman made. We'll see if it's reacted with other things, and now. How much, um, how much heavy metal is there normally in a, a healthy human body? My question really is, would this stuff grow on a person like without them eating batteries? So the heavy metals that were noted in Fred Jacob's autopsy were arsenic, cadmium, and zinc. Those were really peculiar because those are one, lethal, but two, they don't, they are not in trace levels, if anything, in human bodies. And these were in thousands of mix per kg in his body. Um, 
That said, elements like uh, calcium would be in your bones, calcium, iron, things like that nature. Iron's also in your blood cells. So there are metals just normally occurring within the human body, not in the ones that were noted on the autopsy form. Does that answer your question? So I uh, maybe so the so my my um, agent throttle is wondering if uh, if these if if heavy metals are necessary for this thing to grow, and that if it was just oh except Bagman you haven't been eating any batteries and it's growing in you. Um, he's eating about bullets. that. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm like like I'm I literally have bullets in my hand like skittles, and I've been popping them the whole time. What is compelling you to eat metal? I don't know. What compels people to eat chocolate bars? That same feeling. It's, it's not. Well, it it's does. A, wait, wait. Chocolate, for example, a piece of red velvet cake is delicious. Yes. Bullets, not so, my friend. I disagree. Now, the, this, the, I disagree uh, respectfully. Um, so it depends on the bullet. So these nine millimeters, they're a little salty. Um, but when these did five you, sevens. when did you start eating the bullets? I guess yesterday. Yeah. 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 yeah last night. Yeah. Or th this morning. Yeah. This morning. Yeah. This morning. I don't know. It's, it's all, all a blur together. Yeah. But while you're having this conversation and stop me if I overextend, um, but I'm imagining Bagman is carrying the, uh, supplies from the hotel in as he says this and uh, sets it down. You have the two water samples that agents Kios and Highline have brought in. One from the uh, raw lake from the Berkeley pit and the other was from the uh, final filtering stage that is supposed to be cleaning the water out. The, the reason you were not able to stay at the hotel is that you couldn't test the metal content of both of those uh, water samples. But Bagman, as you set this uh, just tray down in front of you, uh, holding both of these water samples, and you open your mask up, sort of jingling those bullets to just take another snack, you inhale. And something really catches your attention. In the, the samples of the water? Agents Kios and Highline, you pull up to the sheriff's office. What? What? <laughs> it's a cheap GM trick. <laughs> Effective but cheap. It's been three Suspense. weeks. Come on. Suspense. Uh, all right. Uh Joy. Yeah, Wait. And and you oh, mean Kios and Joy, right? Yeah. Yes, I right. misspoke, sorry. Um all right. Uh, let's they know that we're doing an investigation, so we can use that as a bit of an intimidation thing, you think? I, I agree. And if we think they are crooked already, and, and I think there's a good chance of that, I don't think they're really crooked. I think they just like money. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, they're probably stooges, if anything. Yeah. <laughs> they don't seem I'll... like the ideologically fanatic type. I'm pretty good at reading people, so maybe ask them some questions. Um, start off mundane and you know get down to what do you what can you tell us about you know Benthic or what can you tell us mm -hmm. about 
the pit. So, so do you want us to play it like we're investigating, or do you want to play it like we're part of it and they fucked up? No, I think we should. We we're in. They already know we're investigating. Oh no, I mean we're part of whatever they are, and we're asking them why the feds are involved. All they would have to do is ask us one question that we don't know the answer to, and we're fucked. Well, that's fair. Um, but if you mentioned, you know, the pit or the heavy metal, copper, whatever, and, you know, they visibly or he visibly reacts. Mm. You said that he, you think that he's trying to uh, cover things up. Probably he's been told to. If you oh, I think he's been doing that for years and that's why he's being paid. So make him be scared that you figured out something that he's not supposed to let us know about. And, and see, that's why I was thinking that we play it as so we're part of this organization. Because oh. if he then gets nervous and calls whoever his handler is, then Delta Green, again, will get a call. And so... That's what remember, remember that that interfering in a, a federal investigation is extremely bad criminal act. So scare the I, shit out of them. Oh, I, I I think that's fair. I think we can. All right, <clears throat> persuade him. I'll 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 watch you you talk and we'll judge what's going on here. Absolutely, we'll uh we'll play it by ear, my friend. <clears throat> All right, so then uh we'll. You know, calmly walk into the sheriff's office. Uh, do we see anyone in the main reception area? Yes, it looks to be business as usual, same as yesterday. There is a secretary sitting towards the front desk. She recognizes you. Um, you see the slightly perpetually greasy under sheriff John Pullman and various other deputies around in the office. Um, that yes, they just asked me like, "Oh, uh, gentlemen, as." Everything going all right? How can I help you? Is the, huh? the sheriff in? Uh, yes, sir. Sheriff Potter's in. Uh, do you need me to come get him for you? We'll meet him in his office if that is, you know, convenient. Uh, Pullman, sure. right? Sh- yeah. Th- good memory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, sure. Let me, um, I'll walk you right back there. And he weaves through the different desks in the bullpen and goes up to the familiar frosted glass door with Sheriff Leo Potter on the front, gently taps on the glass, says, uh, Leo, we um, have the, uh, those uh, federal types are here, just uh, checking up on things. All right, I'll leave you to it. Leads the way. Let's say I had the forethought to grab a binder with a bunch of stuff in it. A clipboard, maybe? It looks... uh, Hat and clipboard. Intimidating. Yeah. Sure. So we'll get in, close the door, make sure, you know, we're all nice and comfortable. Sheriff Potter, how are you doing uh, this fine day? He clicks and closes some tabs on his uh, browser. Uh, yeah, gentlemen, how are you doing today? Well, uh, any news to report on uh, Officer Jacobs? That's um, Sheriff. Uh, or Deputy Hayes, pardon me, it's been a long day. Deputy Hayes showed me that video, and I 
I got to apologize. I had no idea that officer or that deputy Jacob was grossly negligent in his duties. We trust on all of our officers to file individual reports. And I was told that there was no, no issue on the road. And that certainly looked like something. So, so my first question to you, Sheriff Potter is why is that video still here? Uh, I'm sorry, what? Because it's on the computer? You, 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 you had a job to do. That was the understanding. You know that we are committed, of course, to your well-being through Benthic, through the hospital, through our agencies. <laughs> but you also understand that the other side of our understanding is that, well, you take care of things. You and what's her name? False? The, 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 the whatever e e EPA girl. So I ask you again, Sheriff, why is that tape still here? You have one job. Can I read him? <laughs> yes. Um, go ahead and roll me a human int. And also human? Um, just him. Actually, no, I'm probably too focused on. You're, you're you know, focused on trying yeah. to. Yeah. So I would yeah, like yeah. you to roll a persuade. Oh, crap. I got a 12 out of 80. Okay. Which is no better than just 56 <laughs> out of 60. So barely. Okay. Well, in doing a contest, you are shooting straight. Uh, just per Delta Green rules, like, yes, that it would be very hard to beat. His human mm. doesn't beat your persuade in that contest. Okay. You're very convincing and sold it so well. But son, I don't know Gabriel Fultz from Eve. So you want to tell me what the fuck you're here for? Or are you just going to keep slinging shit at the wall and seeing what sticks? Oh, is that her name? Yes, okay. I told you her damn name. The EPA sent them over and they have been in my hair since day one. Well, what? Are we just going to say what back and forth for the next 10 minutes? What the fuck do you want? I want one for us to contain the situation so that it stays nice and quiet. And I can tell you that is precisely what I am doing within the rules of the law. Fred and Jacob was out of line. And Which is unfortunate, but everyone dies. The schedule, in his case, just got escalated. Unfortunate. So, Sheriff, what we want to understand is, is there going to be another repeat? Or have you had luck identifying our missing friend? who's going around infecting people. Uh, okay. 
So I want to pause in this moment. Okay. Kios, while you are reading this, Sheriff Potter has a keen nose for bullshit. That's sort of a reason that he has gotten to where he is today. He mm-hmm. didn't just get it off of greasing palms. He also has a pretty straight poker face as well. But whenever Joy mentioned Benfic specifically early in the conversation, his breath hitched for just a half a second, and you could see the muscles around his eyes tighten just a bit. And he has been quite aggressive in his responses ever since. Right. Um, do we know how much he's getting paid by Benthic from our research? Tens of thousands uh, per org, so maybe total 30 to 50K that we know of, I'm guessing, per year. I would say that's a fair estimate. Um, I I just, I, I indifferently sort of open up my meaningless uh, thing. I'm, I, and I say, um, so Benthic paid you roughly $50,000? Uh, yes, they are valuable contributors to the community and their efforts and, and donations and investments have not gone unnoticed. $50,000 is a lot of money. Yeah, it helped pay for renovations on the office. It helped put a helicopter pad on the roof. That Are, are you... Are you trying to are you two trying to imply something? I'm trying to imply that Benthic has paid you fairly well. I hope you agree to keep things under wraps and that has not been happening. So where is your team and its progress on identifying our missing Benthic friend? Oh, come now, Sheriff. Don't tell me you don't even know. I don't think you know. Have you been doing your job? (laughs) Oh, man. My fucking team is right out there. I'm... Did... Have you talked to Trevor? What? You think we're here and Trevor doesn't know? I think if you did, then you wouldn't be asking such stupid fucking questions. (laughs) let me ask you this do you think that two FBI agents would come to the middle of freaking nowhere if this is just some stupid little oh look a, a local sheriff died why do you think we're here if it's not because Benthic needs this shut down. And you're not doing your part in this at all. We're already days late. So where are you and your team with finding Brent? Now listen here, son. I have been doing my job as a sheriff of the law operating to the letter of my job description. If, and that is a big if, you are who you say you are, then that is your fucking job. My job here is to keep the peace. Always has been, always will be. My job here is to look over my own. I failed in that 
and Fred Jacob is dead because of it. And we sent it up the wire to the FBI to get y'all's asses down here and figure out why. And now you're saying that this is somehow back on me? Now, you best be happy that I'm in a good mood this morning, or else I would have half a mind to start prosecuting y'all up for obstruction of justice. If you're now trying to circle this back around and then ruin this whole investigation because you got some kind of axe to grind with me. Sure. Now, sure, you may be able to get some fancy lawyers to come down from D.C. and get you back off the hook. But I can tell you that the cots in our cells are not very comfortable. And at minimum, I can make sure you have a very drafty stay. Agent Child, um, I think the sheriff has made his decisions. Um, Thank you, sheriff. Uh, We'll get out of your hair now. Of course. Have a pleasant day, Sheriff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He so, waves you two out. And as the door closes, you can see that he reaches for his phone. Mm-hmm. So, Kyle, let's get in the car. And all we can hope for, I'm not sure that anything will come of that, but we need to get to a position where we can watch the Sheriff's office and see what he does. Absolutely. I wish we had the foresight to tap his phone line, but that might be inappropriate. I have a strong feeling that he doesn't know what the hell you're talking about. It was a big gamble. It was. Well. But he did flinch when you said Benthic. I wonder what he knows or doesn't know. He might know even less than we thought. If Benthic is smart, he doesn't know anything. Unfortunate. Oh, well. All right, so we'll head back in the car, probably drive away, uh, you know, somewhat inconspicuous. Sure. Yeah. And we will smash cut back to the coroner's office. Bagman, you feel this urge. It, it's from, I don't want to say inside you so much as within you. It, it's like whenever you have been hankering for something all day long and you finally catch a whiff of it. And you, so, you almost can't help yourself as you reach down, pull your mask down off your face and begin gulping one of the samples from, uh, from the Berkeley pit. And it is so satisfying. It could be an ad for Coca-Cola. It is those thick, satisfying gulps, a little trickle of it runs down your neck do I see this? Yes, you do. Okay. Not doing anything. <laughs> wow! You stand there in stunned silence, watching as he finishes the entire sample off. Which sample was it? Was it the filtered one or was it the unfiltered one? It was pure, unfiltered Berkeley pit, baby. You're just watching me do this? I'm loving the unicohesion here. Yeah. Um, what am I going to do? Dude, the options are shoot you or watch you. I would make you real sand, but you already lost one for watching him eat bullets earlier in the morning. So this is just a fucking course territory. you just taken it away from him? <laughs> <laughs> no way, man. Why would I do that? I, uh, I pull out my, I step aside and turn my body. I pull out my phone. I text Kios. 
ever mindful that we're not supposed to be texting sensitive information to each other with a simple text that's code. And it says, I need some Funyuns badly, which is code for we need to talk. Backman, that water was so refreshing. That was like Gatorade after working outside in 100 degree weather all day. It, it yeah. was slightly, it was tangy a little bit, had a little bit of a bite to it. And almost the acidity of like lemon juice. Your, your lips sting a little bit after you finish, but damn, that was worth it. Hey, Throttle, you, you want some? No, man, it's all yours. You're missing out. <laughs> Bagman, give me the empty one. I just need to run some tests on that. And give me the unfiltered one, uh, or the filtered one, too. I just need – there's enough water in here that I can do the sure. test I need to do. But one if you second. need to chug one this. Second. So I, I grabbed the empty one, and I'm almost going to uh, give it to him. And then I see a little bit of uh, uh, remnants in there. So I grab a paper towel, and I put it in there, and I swirl it around basically drying it out, I hand him that, and then I start squeezing a paper towel uh, into a, uh, into my mouth. Still just as good as the first. <laughs> Sometimes you just need a little pick-me-up in the morning. All right, Bagman, set, if you're done chugging the samples, uh, set those over on that bench over there. I'm going to step in this other room here and see how we are. And I step in the other room, and I call Kios. Dang, it's stuck. Kios. What? This is getting, the situation here is uh, uh, getting worse by the second. I'm going to step out, and you're going to come pick me up, and we're going to have a discussion. When can you be here? What we're like. 45 minutes away? No, no, You're no. at the sheriff's you're office. Around, oh, that's right. We're at the sheriff's office. You're around the corner. Yeah. Um, we'll be there in a few minutes. But we're trying to watch the sheriff's office. Does that take two of you? No, I'll I'll be there. Um, I hang up. I'll, I'll, I'll text Agent Choi and say, keep watching. I've got to go back. Roger, Roger. Yeah, so I'm... I have one of the samples and I'm dropping the bullets into the sample. And I'm like, Hey, throttle. I'm a mixologist here. Taste this. No, I got to go outside. You stay here and keep uh do do that. Didn't you have to do some research for us? Do some research for us, Bagman. This is research. This is field work. I just start chugging it. All right. I think we call that substantive testing, but that's okay. And I and wait until I see like Petri dish. That three people said stuff at the same time, but didn't understand Sorry. any of it. I'm waiting for you to show up. I'm outside on the curb. All right. I'm going to, I'll pull up next to him and I'll roll down my window about that much. And I lean down and I What's say, up? Bagman is drinking the unfiltered heavy metal water from the butte, wherever the fuck we got it. He is uh, he's compelled just to consume heavy metals. 
Okay, but did you find out, was there a test result? Did you know that there was heavy metals in the water? No, I couldn't get to it fast enough because Bagman chug-a-lugged it. So I'm assuming that there are heavy metal properties in it. Here's the okay, other yeah. thing. Here's the other thing. That heavy metal makes whatever this strange foreign um, flora, whatever it is, it makes it grow. Okay. So, so it's an extremophile so eating heavy metals. So it is, it is eating heavy metals and it is growing. And if we've got this big pit of polluted, stagnant, heavy metal pond sitting, whatever it is, an hour away, we've effectively got an all-you-can-eat chicken buffet sitting there for this strange organism. It's already growing in it. It may is have evolved. We don't know that. We don't know that the organism is growing in it yet. All we know oh, is that it's... That's why I got you the sample. <laughs> well, he chugged him. Well, you should have knocked it out of his hand. <laughs> uh, but it's not... There's no no evidence of it in the filtered? I don't know. He's... I don't know. I thought that this was pretty important to tell you right away. We need another sample. So go out and get another sample. Oh, God, um, that's two hours drive, isn't it? I don't know what else to do. And the other thing, too, is like... Bag, we can't. I don't know what we're going to do with Bagman now. If he's going to start eating samples and if he's just consuming heavy metals, he's just turned himself into an incubator for whatever this thing is. While that is scientifically interesting, um, I think that's I don't know exactly if I want to be in the what same it is. What? Pardon? That's exactly what it is. You actually have a firsthand account of the progression of whatever it is that's happening to him. As long okay, as he's so not trying to bite you. Well, it would be great if he was in a different locked room from me and that he was unarmed. Well, have him give you his arms. No way, dude. You do it. I don't want to get infected with anything. I, I'm, that's why I'm not even rolling down the window very far. You've already been there. You've been right next to him. Just tell him to, for the, I mean, sure, he's rational, isn't he? He's not insane. His, Just, this this uh, he's he's eating things. Yeah, no, does he, he know that he's infected? I'm sure he knows that he's infected. So he should okay. hand you his firearms. He knows that he's infected. He cannot control his compulsion to eat heavy metals, which makes the thing grow. Right. And I don't right. know. I don't know if he is sane enough. If I present that to him, for him to surrender his arms to me. Did you ask him? I mean, it becomes a problem if he says no, but what if he just hands them to you? All right. I'll go find out. And I'm going to listen for gunshots. <laughs> All right. I walk in the room with my high yeah. heels a clicking. Sure. Throttle, as you push the door back open, uh, Backman, you're about doubled over uh, in the chair right now. I need you to take two HP of damage as your stomach is cramping. Like a son of a bitch. Lithium Shooting pains. <laughs> yeah, apparently I'm lithium intolerant. <laughs> it's it's like four loco the morning after stomach cramps. All right. Oh god, why did you that was very specific? <sighs> okay. Um yeah, so I'm just kinda like double like, hey guy. You should lay down. You should lay down. Lay no, down I'm on this good. table. 
Why? Okay. The autopsy table? It's the only thing we got. All right, Bagman, you paying attention to me? Yeah. Here's the situation. You have an alien organism growing in your body. And it grows by consuming heavy metals. You are, without any hesitation, forcing poisonous heavy metals into your system to feed it. Do you agree with both of those statements? I don't see where you're going with this, but continue. Well, the problem is, is that you are a liability to the mission now. And if this organism can force you to eat poisons yourself, who knows what else it can force you to do? So I am asking you, and I'm going to ask you once, to surrender your firearm and submit to observation and containment. And if you do not agree, I'm leaving the room. And I hope you agree, because what I would dearly like to do is save you from this. And how do you plan on doing that? The reason we are here is to research what this thing is and how to nullify it. And, and if you submit to my demands, we can use you as a living experiment, and hopefully we can keep you living. Okay. What's your, what's your plan? We're, the next step, Bagman, is for you to give me your service revolver. What does that have to do with We're not anything fucking around. Bagman, Bagman, I'm not fucking around. Are you on the bus or are you off the bus? I, according to you, am infected. Apparently, I'm driving the bus. I turn around and walk out of the room. <laughs> are you still outside? Uh, yeah. All right. I probably have called everyone to inform them what's going on. All right. Okay. Bagman won't give me a sidearm. The organism is compelling him to eat stuff that's poisonous to him. It's poisoning him. I have no idea what else this organism, does the organism want to reproduce? Is, is, is part of its plan to regurgitate on us and spread itself that way i don't know that's speculation but this thing just got a whole lot more serious i mean i have to trust you because i don't i have to trust your judgment i hope that you're right um the best option here would be for him to go along with this but he doesn't want to Well, then there's, you go there's talk not to really other options. I'm not going in there. Um, you know what's required of you? Put him down. If you think he's compromised to our mission. So I just I'm curious, give him, give him Janet is still in there, right? Janet is still in the reception area, right? Oh, I assumed y'all are talking outside. We're Kios outside. Not we are. Oh, no, yeah, but like Janet in general, she's still in there. Okay. 
She's yeah. in and the reception in the area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kiyas and I are outside by the curb by his car. Give him a shot. Tell him that you're giving him something that might relieve his uh, suffering and relieve his suffering. Do I have a sedative? Something like that? Dude, you're a doctor. <laughs> You've probably got morphine in your pocket. If you don't have one, yes, you could certainly procure it very quickly. I mean, he's an agent. He knows what's at stake. If yeah. he's compromised, he's compromised. And there's he's... bound to be plenty of materials within the office. Talk him into killing himself. <laughs> wow. I mean, we're, we're, we're Delta Green. We've got the human, human race to worry about. We've got an infectious disease that might wipe out humanity. Everyone dies, Bagman. You're just ahead of schedule. All right, go You're back. You're talking back, man. <laughs> he sent me a voice right. message. Either that, or if he if he tells you if he if you explain that to him and he gives you his service revolver, and you keep him under his, uh, under observation, then he he continues to live as long as he's useful. Otherwise, so all right. So I, I'll go back in the room. So, yeah, b before then, I, this whole time that y'all are having this sort of hushed, angry conversation uh, out in the frigid air of Helena, Montana, Bagman, you're sitting alone in an autopsy room full of sterile stainless steel and bodies and cabinets behind you, one of which is the body that got you all into this shit. What are you thinking? See, you feel it. that's what I was about to say. I'm conflicted because like, I feel like I'm like right there. Um, conflicted is good. No, I mean, out of character, I'm <laughs> conflicted. Like, oh, I yeah, want, yeah. Like, that's I feel like good. I'm about to die, but I still want to play. No, you could play Haze. There's a body next to you filled with heavy metals. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. God, it's like a cornucopia of goodness. And also, uh, if you have any questions about your <clears throat> condition, I'm happy to be sort of transparent, as I think, based on notes that we've DM'd back and forth, like, I may have oversold some things. So if you want to know, like, what he may be feeling in his body, uh, you can feel free to ask. Do I have that. a choice at this point? So you sort of, it's sort <laughs> of like you have a constant sweet tooth. Like, if you are craving... Andy's peppermints all the time. And it's just like, you know, it doesn't really taste good, but it's just, it's sort of always there kind of nagging. And sometimes you just, you catch a whiff of it and it, it sort of overrides some things. You feel like you could resist, but you also took a massive hit to your power this morning and kind of feel like hammered shit. But you're not helpless to this. You're not a slave to it. It's just sort of this this nagging that you're not really sure what to do with. And you want so at this point, friend. yeah. And so <laughs> at this point, I still so at this point, I'm still under the delusion that I'm going to go home to my wife, and I don't want to bring this home to her. So I would like to use that to try to stop. Tr well, try to tr try not to cross the threshold and start eating bodies. Like, I would, if I can roll for that, I would love to. Sure. So let's do, uh, let's do a little something. 
first, for being in this situation, I do want you to make a sand roll for helplessness at just everything that comes crashing down on you right now, being stuck in this room, okay. wanting to go home, but you might not be able to. 16. Okay. So you're, you're not coming unraveled, but you do not want to be here anymore. Yeah, but you are definitely. here to do a job and it has to get done. I will say, um, the next time that you may be feeling you, you just had a pretty big, uh, brunch, let's call it. So you might be tied it over for a little while, but the next time that you start feeling an itch, um, I'm going to whisper, uh, uh, I'm going to send you a DM. And so then that's about the time that Bagman starts feeling that sweet tooth coming back again. If you want to try and resist it, um, you will need to keep some direct focus and keep your eyes on the ball because this is something that's sort of unconscious. If you're not paying attention, your hand is just going to start reaching out for stuff. Okay. Okay, we can do that. Um, yeah. Let the dice decide, I guess. So okay. do you need any rolls for me to avoid necrophilia? So I think that that's going to be in Bagman's court. He's not completely overwhelmed by this. It's just this is all very new. It's very weird. You don't, you've never had to stay mindful of your body uh, before in this way. Um, if you start feeling a very strong need, I might ask you to spend a willpower to just really like bite your lip and focus to not do that, which might be a little difficult because you're, you're feeling like there's a little lack of willpower around lately. Okay. So yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like grab onto the arms of the chair and just like really focus on petting those rabbits. Um, so yeah, just roll, uh, roll willpower. Oh, you don't need to roll right now. Uh, I'm okay. saying at this point, especially that, boy, that sample was very satisfying. Uh, that was an urge that you have never felt before, but you feel pretty satisfied afterwards before the four loco stomach cramps. Uh, now you sort of regret your decisions, but okay. that's like, that's four loco. So I'll start screaming for Throttle. All right. Throttle, you hear yelling as you oh, geez. go back. I'm, I, I'm sure I'm right next to Janet when it happens. Leave him alone for five minutes. <laughs> I look at her and I just say, boys. <laughs> and then I go into the room. She nods very confusedly. And I say, Bagman, are you all right? I don't know how long I can hold this. But all I can do is focus on not eating things. And there's a, exactly lot of, there are a, exactly lot of things eat, a lot of things to eat around here. Yeah, let's not right now I'm in my right now I'm 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 maintaining, but it's because I just ate if you catch my drift. So let's do what we gotta do as soon as possible. And I'll just kinda toss my service pistol. That's perfect. Anyway. That's perfect. And I'll take it and I will. Uh, I unload it and I'll put it in my whatever bag, whatever. Listen, I don't know what we're going to do here. And if there's things that need to be removed from this facility because they're in danger of you consuming them, let me know and we will Bodies. remove them 
right now. I smell them. They smell like Boston Market bodies. How many bodies are in here? All the bodies or just the one that's contaminated with the, the organism? Do I? Oh, that'll be an interesting. Do I smell more than one body? You don't necessarily smell all the bodies hanging around. Uh, this is if you wanted to get near that they do have a little airtight seal around each of the uh, cabinets. But you feel like you may not want to be near Fred Jacobs if he gets pulled out again. I think yeah. it's more you may not be able to actually smell it, but you're afraid that you might. Yeah. Yeah, I can't be in the room if you open his uh, his box. Okay, well, keep that in mind. I don't know how much I've got to do with him. We've got to do a whole bunch. I'm going to take a whole bunch of samples from you. Guess what? We need another sample of that fluid that you chugged. Um, Can I try to puke it out? No, I don't want to do that. Never mind. Please, please. I will uh, text uh, Throttle and uh, say, is everything okay? Uh, And I text back and I say, yes. All right, you need another sample of that water. I'll have to go and get it, but it's going to be two hours. And I text back, fit it in as you can. I'm going to text everyone and remind them that one of the infected people seemed to have the ability to control the people's minds, or or two of them. So be wary if he starts exhibiting, um, you know, powers. Yeah, the baby also is controlling people's minds. Yep. All right. All right, so that I'm that's going a great- to... I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm going to drive out to the the pit again with more sample containers. All right. And I think that we are going to cut to Agent Highline uh, driving in his truck. Your phone buzzes with a hopefully not too pertinent reminder that infected people can control people's minds uh, from Agent Joy in the group chat. Uh, It seems that you're getting pretty close to your destination. You've just passed a very tiny town of York, which is basically a gas station and a bar uh, and a post office, if that matters, and are making your way up through the mountains of Montana. It's heavily wooded following the directions. You see that there is a turnoff on the road uh, through a uh, gravel drive into wooded territory. All right, it's just me, my late 70s Dodge Power Wagon Diesel, of course, my Canadian tuxedo, my felt hat, and a lip full of Copenhagen. Just enjoying the hum of my motor. Is that a euphemism? Nope, that's all above board. That's just pure Americana. Mm -hmm. All right. You ease this truck down through the gravel drive, and uh, it doesn't take you too terribly far off the road, sort of just enough to break view of the, uh, of the highway itself. And you see a dark gray uh, steel gate that has some, you know, the slats going vertically across it. Uh, you didn't really notice a fence up before, but now you can see that everything has been painted a very dark forest green and has some kudzu sort of laying over it to avoid uh, catching too much attention. There is a speaker call box with a video camera up above it where you can press. But the gate uh, is shut and the drive continues and takes a bend down the right. Okay. I'm not going to pull right up to that right now. 
And I'm going to say that a little ways before that, I'm going to pull over and just make sure that hopefully, you know, the tires from my truck kicked up some mud and slush and sort of obfuscated my license plate. Um, and uh, if not, I'll help that along. And I got to think for a second because I wasn't sure what kind of perimeter they had around this place. Um, so I'll be clear with my intentions. So I want to get a lay of this whole outfit, the property, looking for cameras, looking for points of potential ingress, egress, gates like this one. Um, and I did plan on spending most of the day out here watching the shifts. I've got a list of the, the employees and what shifts they work. Um, and I would like to, if I can, I was hoping to get into the parking lot where all their vehicles are because I'd like to get the make and model of all their cars and take their license plates. But I gotta think now how I can get in here. I'm thinking, Hmm. I'm thinking the way to do it is that I might be the guy who showed up for the scheduled inspection of all the fire extinguishers in here. Something that most people forget at your workplace and you're always reminded like, hey, make sure your fire extinguishers are out. Inspector's coming today. I want to see if I can play that angle and get in. But first, I'm going to see if I can't do drive around the whole place. If there's any sort of roads that go up, that's encircle it. You look at either side, walk back out to the highway, and um, the only road that you see is the nice paved asphalt and then this laid gravel. Uh, that's in a slightly, it's in that reddish kind of color uh, that goes straight in through the tree line and then takes a curve down. Um, you don't see any other roads in or out. And the trees are already pretty thick in this part that you wouldn't want to take your truck through it uh, just for fear of getting the mirrors clipped. Um, although with your high alertness and with some time to kill and being cautious, you can start making your way around the perimeter of this location. Uh, you do see, because if I remember right, you have an alertness of 80. Is that correct? Yeah, I believe so. Okay, yeah. Um, keeping an eye out, you can start spotting some obscured security cameras that are placed up in the trees not too far away from the fence itself. The mm -hmm. fence is often different shades of brown uh, or with dark green posts with uh, likely some fake foliage sort of placed on top to avoid uh, directing too much suspicion. You find the edge of it is maybe, it's a good walk away from the truck. You lose sight of the truck through the trees, but still know where you're going. You would estimate that maybe this property is uh, about a quarter mile on a square. 
Okay. So they have a pretty comfortable lot to themselves. All right. So you said that there were cameras also along the fence line? Mm-hmm. And the trees actually looking down around on the fence. Okay. You feel like you're able to skirt around them since you are keeping a mind, uh, an eye out. Okay. Um, there's a little bit of a risk here of getting seen. I don't remember that conversation we had where we said, don't take any risks. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to be able to get any of the information that I was looking for here. I wasn't expecting a regular old pharmaceutical company to have this kind of security. Um, I guess I'm going to, I'll wait, I'll pull over, kind of make my truck not so obvious and watch as folks come and go and get information of, on their vehicles and their license plates and things like that. And maybe if it's possible to be within earshot of them entering the gate and see what they say to get in. All right. I would like for you to make me a luck roll at minus 20. So you would need to roll a 30 or under. Okay. Especially since you left off kind of early in the morning. Mm. So I am assuming it's maybe around 10-ish at this point. Nope. Okay. So you post up waiting for cars that are driving. You wait for about an hour. Feels like a lot longer. Um, the only vehicles that you see are going up or down the highway road, cutting through the mountains. None turn off out here. You figure you arrived around 10 a.m., maybe a little after. If people are working a nine to five, they may have gotten to work before you arrived. Hmm. Well, Highline's got all day. He brought food. He's got a six pack of uh, Montucky cold snack. And um, for emergencies, of course. Yeah. So if I have to sit here for 12 hours, I'm fine. I got plenty of tobacco, beer. Okay. If that is the case, then that is what will happen. Uh, let me know if uh, Agent Highline gets an itch. I don't want you to feel left out. But if that's the case, I will move to the other groups. Sure. All right. Kios. In this time, you drive back out to the Berkeley pit. Yeah. Out in Butte. It's about an hour later. And I'm uh, not going to, I'm not going to dilly dally. I'm going to go grab the samples, get back in my car, and come back. Well, see, you think that, except <laughs> this place is open. <clears throat> it, although you can't imagine why it would be a tourist attraction, there are some vehicles that are out in the parking lot. Uh, the famed front office is open. They are accepting tours. You open your car door and hear the familiar of the air cannons shooting at odd intervals. You still just can't get the hang of that sound. They're trying to keep notice, the birds off of the... Yeah. Correct. Okay. Uh, you do notice uh, that there are a couple of vehicles, some from Montana, some from Wisconsin. There is a van 
that is very clearly a rental. You know because your car is also a rental, and you see a very similar sticker on the front windshield. They've all got Arizona plates. <laughs> they do now. All right. <laughs> so I'm going to. Are there people around here and there? Yes, there are. Okay, I'm going to just mingle, not talk to anybody in the sure. background. But my 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 intention is to get up to the pit, get some water from it. So I'm going to look for the opportunity to do that. Sure. Why you are all these the, people here? Yeah. You open the door and see the very sparsely decorated kind of half-assed tourist gig location have some memorabilia i went to the berkeley pit and all i got was this stupid t-shirt and toxic waste uh there's a somewhat spindly man who is standing behind the counter uh, talking with a overweight american couple uh seemed to be in their mid-50s uh, have the typical tourist look of sunburn with the, uh, except for the sport, the Oakley glasses, sure. uh, tan lines all around. Just asking about the pit, saying that, well, we've never been through this area before, so thought we'd see what was here. And uh, the it's a spindly man, uh, seems to be possibly Hispanic, that is sort of walking them through it. Seems very knowledgeable about the area, but quite bored, and is doing a customer service smile. Right. If you want, you can mill around the location. There's some other people milling around. Uh, as you look through the glass doors out to the observation deck that you and Agent Highline examined the night before, you see that there's uh, two people that are standing out there near the table uh, that you had examined previously. Seem to be talking amongst themselves. All right, I'll walk out there. Um, now we were here at night before, right? So yeah. I'm here during the day. Is there any attraction of it? I mean, is it just a big green pond with cliffs around it? Uh, so the attraction of it is mostly how vast and foreign it really seems. I'm trying to remember if I... Sometimes metal and water makes weird colors of the water. Right. The water is this very iridescent sort of bluish green now that yeah. you can see it in the daylight. Um, let me see. Kind I have a pretty, kind of pretty photo of it here. But really, what catches your eye is how vast it is. Pictures from the internet truly haven't done it justice. This thing is almost a mile in diameter. So it is this sickly bluish green water almost as far as you can see. The smell is really something else. Your nose, you can't help but crinkle it whenever you're standing out. But as you attempt to open the door, uh, the man from a hunt counter says, oh, uh, the, sorry, the, the view observation platform's closed for today. Sorry, I uh, can't let you out there. Uh, if you want, I can give you a tour, uh, possibly later. You can come by afternoon. Well, I drove out here quite a ways. Um, uh, I'll, I'll go over to him and sort of look around and, and say, could I, like, have a private tour? And I'll slip him. 20 bucks. Uh, listen, bud, any other any other day, like, sure, you, you wouldn't even need to slip me a 20. It's fine. Uh, the older couple has moved on. Uh, it's just like, uh, it's some government types that are, they're examining the water. It's, 
completely out of my hands. I'm sort of just doing my due diligence. This is technically uh, property of the state of Montana. So I, I got to let them go. Right. I understand. So I'm going to leave, but what I'm going to do is I'm trying to imagine what this looks like. Does it look like I could go back down the road a little and curve around and sneak up to the pit from a different spot? Is, is there cover? Are there trees? Are there? It is rocks? very barren. Uh, if you're concerned about accessing the water, then you could certainly do that. You couldn't really do it completely clandestine uh, out in broad daylight. There's not really any cover, and it's sort of a steep, rocky drop out to it. Mm. Generally, folks have conventional wisdom to not try and climb down to go into an open pit of poison a mile sure, wide. Sure. But there's no one technically stopping you right now. Do it. Also, I will, um, since it has been a while since we last played, uh, Eos can give me an intelligence role, or an idea role, rather. Uh, let's see, 59 out of... Uh, out of 80, yeah, so we're cool. Okay. The table that you all examined before was property of the EPA. So you might assume that the folks that were out on the viewing platform maybe the epa investigators all right um is there another way out to the observation platform by uh like a roundabout way you could walk around the side of the building and then hop over the railing that's what i'll do i'll walk around the side of the building hop over the railing and walk sure. out towards what i think are the epa folks it's like cobalt blue mm-hmm so you walk out there, that's a um, two uh, below average height women. One uh, is, uh, let's see, one seems to be about in her 40s, maybe, a uh, black woman, maybe about 5'5", five, five, uh, freckles on her cheeks. She seems just kind of tired going about her business. The other uh, seems to be a little younger, maybe in her 30s, um, shorter, about jaw length hair. Mm -hmm. um, a little bit more actively going through papers, chit-chatty, a little louder. Okay. So I will walk out there to them. Uh, do they see me coming? I would say standing out on any sort of pier, you're going to feel it tremble a bit as footsteps mm -hmm. are coming down the line. So they can look up and see you. You'd see both of their heads sort of snap back together, talking back up at you in odd intervals. Uh, the... The older woman says, um, yes, sir, can I help you? Oh, uh, yeah. And I'll, I'll reach in and pull out my FBI badge. And I'll, I'll so, show it to her and I'll say, is one of you uh, Gabrielle Fultz? She's Fultz. I'm Jenna Gaylor. Uh, nice to meet you. Uh, uh, your uh, name is? Uh, my name is uh, uh, Claude Samson. Uh, Claude Samson. She holds out her handshake. Um. We have a secondary investigation going on in this area as well. Um, and mm -hmm. I was sent out, I was sent out to get a water sample. Um, looks like you guys are already out here. Oh, I'm well aware of the FBI's bioterrorism example. Uh, but yeah, I'm not really sure why you, uh, 
why do they got you getting water out of here? This seems very EPA sort of territory. Yeah, we have a number of, uh, we're concerned that there might be some sort of a bacterial infection in this water uh, that's causing some problems uh, back uh, back east. Um, I've got, we have a number of agents out here. Unfortunately, my physician and the, uh, the medical examiners are busy, so they sent me off on an errand to get a water sample. She's walking uh, you back over to the table and mm-hmm. sort of, and she just says, well, I'm not surprised you're saying there's some sort of bacteria in here. There's like swimming and stuff. They have all sorts of new critters that are swimming around in there. Yeah, some sort of extremophile living in this acid and uh, and That's metal. correct. Yeah, normal things can't live out here. It's so different types of bacteria, fungi, whatever. Protozoa, have any of them been fungi. identified? Have, have you guys studied this before? Uh, well, that's more of a biology thing. Mostly, we're just checking up on uh, that dead sheriff's officer. And um, that's based on the th- levels that were in his system. That's This is the only place that... They like that these elements seem to be around. People keep telling us that he has not been anywhere near here, but we're just testing the water for good measure, putting our case together. I'm aware of that case as well. Um, uh, it's one of the reasons why they sent me out here. The same reason why you just said they're uh, they can't see any vector other than this one, where some sort of an extremophile could be here. So, so you think uh, you picked up some sort of bug from the water? We don't know. Um, it's still too, you guys seem to be a little bit farther ahead of us than we are. Well, if you need to get a sample, go ahead. That's, uh, oh, this is uh, Miss Gabrielle Foltz. She'll be happy to tell you anything and everything about the great state of Montana. Uh, the woman looks up, half waves. Uh, I would like to ask you one thing. Have you seen any uh, any odd behavior? I mean, I'm just really surprised there's all these tourists out here. Smelly, well, it's... Clearly, you haven't seen uh, how bored people can get around here. Whenever there isn't all that much to do, eh, big open pit of poison is uh, just about as entertaining as anything else. Maybe so. people just stand out here hoping a bird will fly in. Yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> that's what the air cannons are for? Mm-hmm. Made me jump three feet in the air when I got out of my car and one of those went off. Yeah, we should put up some warnings or something, but personally, I think it's a little funny to see tourist reactions. Yeah, it's true. Well, I'm going to get down here and get a sample. And I've got gloves on and everything, so. Sure. They also have equipment if you need to take a little uh, sample kit, things like that. Um, Have you guys identified anything in the water? Well, we're mostly looking at the metal concentrations in the water. That that's all the the critters crawling around in there. Like I said, that it's it might as well just be a, a zoo in your petri dish. That, so we uh, got we got copper, arsenic, cadmium, and zinc. Zinc, that's correct. Well, and about a thousand other kinds of things, but yeah, those are the biggest uh, contributors in here. All right. Well, I'm going to get my sample. Uh, and uh, pack it correctly and everything. Yeah. I'm like, well, you uh, you folks, you know, if you uh, 
if you need any help or assistance or you want to find if you find anything interesting um maybe you can help us out well that's i must say you are the nicest fbi agent that i have ever met so um maybe i won't throw this away have a nice day um yeah and be careful because if there is something in that water you don't want to get infected okay and be careful don't shoot yourself in the foot whenever you're working with your service pistol you see how this telling each other how to do our job thanks yeah, for it? yeah okay yeah Because I wouldn't want to see you infected. <laughs> you have a nice day now, sir. All right. Back in the car and off I go. As you walk back up the pier, you can see that the uh, older gentleman behind the counter, he sort of sees you through the door and gets yeah. up real quick. You can hop over back into your car. Yes, yeah, I'll do that. Should have taken my 20 bucks. <laughs> All right. Agents Joy, Throttle, Bagman, anything you would like to do for the next hour while we're traveling back? I'm still just, just keeping an eye yeah, on... Yeah, just uh, carrying yeah. on. Okay. Uh, I, yeah. Uh, I'm just sitting in this chair, just staring. At just yeah, like focusing on focusing on throttle, like just to keep myself busy and just you know ground myself. Sure. Um, yeah, we'll work together as much as we can. I mean, I don't know. I have no idea what's involved in what we're doing. Sure. Um, well, in that case, let's just say that both of y'all are actively working with more of the petri dish samples, just sort of experimenting, seeing how the things react. Um, if you're also ahead, looking at. Well, and what part of it too is we're looking if there's any way to kill it or neutralize it. Perfect. That's just where I was going with that. Can you give me a medicine roll? No, 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 Please no, roll no, good. No. <laughs> Please roll good. No, 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 no. 99, 99, 99. It actually makes it worse. Hey, if I fail, I get to add 1d4 points when the game ends. <clears throat> ends up giving the flora at the. Uh, Fungi okay. equivalent of anabolic steroids. It's not great, but it's a success. It's 15 under 60. It's not like okay. a double pop or anything. Sure. So you're able to sort of smear some more of this uh, flora sample, sort of the more that you work with it, especially with the samples that have already grown in the dishes, you're able to just extract it and re-smear it out again, um, comparing it to different water samples. Um, you don't really have much of the raw sample from the pit, but you do have the cleaned one if you wanted to use that. There's also a collection of medical strength um, compounds that can work as antifungal agents, something that's a little bit better than cortisol. Um, and if you wanted to mess with other chemical compounds, what I will say is that heavy metals tend to create an acidic environment whenever they are sitting in place. They tend to um, shed a few extra electrons that get, you know, scattered out around their area. So you do have a thought to try putting the fungus in a more basic environment without heavy metals. 
and see if you could potentially starve it. And if you could get a sample to actively shrink. So far, everything that you've worked with, it's either grown or stayed about the same. If you look at them under a microscope, that they're not as mobile and active in the same samples. But I'm going to say that y'all are piecing this together, and it may just take some time to see what results you might get. If you sure. all and have any just, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just blind experimentation. Well, I guess it's, it's educated experimentation. But Yep. That's science. Blind guesses that you say are educated. Informed right. blind guesses. Exactly. Don't, don't start, uh, you know, filling out your last will and testament just yet, Bagman. We'll get you through this. Paragraph right. two. <laughs> and let's say that it's about an hour later. Agent Kios, you can come back in. Joy, you haven't seen any activity outside the usual around the sheriff's office. You've seen Sergeant Hayes uh, has left in his cruiser. Uh, there has been, you haven't seen any change from under Sheriff Pullman or Sheriff Potter. Let me know if there's anything else that you want to do or actively work on. Otherwise, we're going to stick with these three. Uh, nope. I'm just going to keep an eye out for now. Stay outside, that kind of thing. Okay. I'm going to stay outside, but I'm going to call Agent Throttle and say, I've got your water sample. Don't let Bagman drink it. I was serious about the Funyuns. <laughs> uh, what were the Funyuns? <laughs> that was the call. Give me some, like, give me, you know, just give me a couple bags of Doritos, the red ones and the blue. All right. This is code for you want. It's, it's code for I just cool ranch. No, just some cool ranch. I don't want to, you know, endorse anything, but just give me some snack food. So far, you're learning that I need the Funyuns is code for we need to talk and also get me some Funyuns. And it's get a, me some it's Funyuns. a compound. <laughs> and a, right. and a, a flight you're to Peru. That. What? What? <laughs> That's the, the the ranch dressing. <laughs> Look, have we got any? Has there been any word from uh, Highline? I don't know. Not from not to me. Um, hopefully, and how's he's... the thing with the sheriff go? Uh, not very well. Uh, I'm afraid that everything that uh, Agent Joy said to him was just—he didn't know what the hell he was talking about. But Joy is watching the office to see if he goes anywhere. He definitely made a phone call right after we left. I uh, I talked to the uh, EPA agents at the uh, the pit. Uh, they said they'd actually contact me if they make any weird discoveries, but they they wouldn't well, be surprised if there was some sort of thing living in the water. Yeah, the, but the thing that they think is living in the water isn't the thing that we think is living in the water. Well, I don't know what they think. Um, but here's your water sample. Test this. Make sure that it's full of heavy metals um, just to confirm oh, that. Oh, are you here? I'm I'm handing you the water sample. I'm outside in my car. Oh, okay. Well, uh, don't let him drink it. I was, He's oh, going to want to drink it. All right. I'll go into the lab and I'll say, all right, bag man, this is your first test here. Do you need me to cuff you or anything? 
Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Okay. Give me Don't your cuffs. Don't use the heavy metal cuffs. <laughs> I'm actually actively curious if it just gives me like super strength and I bust the cuffs to get to the water. Let's Where not this? try that. Let me just cuff you. <laughs> I'm going to cuff oh. you to the radiator. Why do you think cuff me is such an uncomfortable place? I've been sitting in this chair for hours. Radiator. Do you want me to cuff you? I want to cuff you to something anchored. I don't normally talk to my patients about how they'd like to be handcuffed. I'm not that kind of a doctor. Um, well, I don't normally take back sass from doctors. <laughs> Just test Where the we- damn water. <laughs> you hear shouted through the window. All right. I'm testing the water. I have a feeling it's loaded with heavy metals. I'm not. There's not going to be any surprise here. But see if there's a extremophile uh, fungus in it as well. Oh. Okay. And I do that. That test is probably going to take an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. So this is going to take a while. What I will say for scene setting, um, Throttle, you bring the sample in and. Backman is both wary and curious for how he's going to react. You open the lid of it, and essentially you're going to pour it into a variety of small uh, containers with various litmus strips to help identify the metals that are in and the concentrations of them. As you do this, everything's fine. It's hunky-dory. You take a dropper of it and put it onto a microscope slide and get ready to start examining it. At this point, Bagman, you can, you can sort of sniff it a little bit. You can smell a bit that is in the air. Um, and it's still, it, it's like you're thirsty. It, it's the only way that I can describe it. You're not actively parched for water, but it's that same sort of sensation. And you just, damn, it, damn. But you're not, you're not indisposed. You just feel like if you were at AA meetings all week and then someone left an open beer on the table right next to you, that you wouldn't quite want to trust yourself without being aware. How you doing, Bagman? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Do you want it? it? It has my attention. But you don't, but you're not compelled to drink it? No, I'm really concentrating on not, though. Like, that's that's all I'm thinking about. That's a good sign. It's getting hard. We got to figure this out. We will. Do you need me to get you out of here? I got a car right outside. No, because we, because if we're building a profile on this thing, we need to know how far someone can go. All right. Okay. I'm going to start these tests and then they're going to cook for a little while. And then I'm going to draw more blood from you and I'm going to see how advanced your case is getting. Okay. Okay. Well, you're doing that. How does, how does regular food, what, how's regular food do? Like, are you hungry for just dinner? That depends. Do we have the red or blue Doritos? We have both. We better have them both. 
Um, do, I mean, I guess a good, that's a good question, uh, Handler. Um, do I even think about normal food? If Agent Throttle pops open those cool ranch Doritos, you get that same feeling of, damn, I know I shouldn't, but that sounds real good right now. <laughs> I don't know. These things will probably kill you. That's because they have heavy metals in them. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think those flex are? Oh, wow. This turned, <laughs> this, this episode turned into propaganda. <laughs> but if you just dipped them into... Oh. All right, we're just going to do science and eat Doritos. Okay. Sounds like you're back in college. Uh, Agent Joy, <laughs> you get a call on your cell phone from an unmarked number. All right, pick it up or, you know, answer it. Sure. You hear a familiar voice. It seems to be rather paternal and says, hey, uh, Dad says, uh, don't cook that meat today. You know, all, all that meat you were going to cook? Go ahead and put it on ice and store it in the garage. Sh should I go home or should I, you know? No, no, no. Just just, uh, just take that meat and store it in the garage. You know, the, the one that you visited the other day. Uh, we'll, we'll come by and pick it up soon. Understood. Bye, Dad. And... Uh, Sorry, keep an eye on Bagman. I want to make sure he doesn't get himself into too much trouble. Understood. Two bags in the garage. All right. And at this point, let's say, well, Throttle and Bagman are eating Doritos and doing science. Agent Highline is humming along to, what are you listening to uh, while you're sitting out in your truck for hours on end? Oh, the classic from Alberta, um, Ian Tyson. You've got that. Agent Kios, what are you doing? I am sitting in my car outside in case I am needed for something. Because no doubt Throttle's going to ask me for more Doritos or Funyuns, and I'm going to be very confused. <laughs> you are this opera's Grubhub driver. Um, Research requires resources, okay? That's right. Slim Jims. All right. Well, if that's the case, then let's flash. If only I could do this in real life, but we're going to flash forward to the point that you all get results. Um, Throttle. Your results come back that the levels of heavy metals in the uncontaminated Berkeley pit water are both are strikingly similar to the heavy metal concentrations that were in Fred Jacobs' body. You also find, after painstakingly browsing through all of the samples, or, uh, browsing through the uh, sample that you took in the microscope, this thing is crawling with various different types of bacteria and protozoa. And it takes you quite a while, essentially scanning from top, or from at the top, left to right, going back, left to right. 
and you see a couple of cells that look very much like the blue flora that you've been trying to track down in the unclean Berkeley water. The levels that you find in the sample taken from the, uh, the filter station that Kios and Highline brought back has, it has heavy metal in it within tolerable slash illegal limits uh, for public safety. I want you to go ahead and give me a luck roll. But it's just 50-50, right? Yes. No. Okay. The other sample seems clean. When you look at the, the filtered sample under the microscope, you don't see any of the flora in it. Bagman, while uh, Throttle is doing that, I think that you may be trying to make yourself useful slash earn those Doritos and are working with the Petri dishes. What you find is that the dish that was treated with sodium bicarbonate is actively smaller, very slightly in such a short amount of time. But it does seem to be smaller than the smear that was originally placed. As you can tell, it leaves like a little bit of a trail in the agar of the Petri dish. Hey, Throttle, I think we got something here. Well, good, because I don't understand any of the information that I just got. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. No, so so yeah, so you you put sodium bicarbonate in this one, right? Well, that's what you wrote down. Okay. Well, this one is smaller, right? That's what we want. Is that the only one that's smaller from all of our tests? From your other samples, yes. You put some hardcore antifungal medications on the other Petri dishes, and they are the same size. It might have an effect, maybe. But this one at least seems to be more pronounced in a pretty short amount of time. Okay, um, so let me try, let me rephrase that. Okay. Which means I want you to restate it. What, so the, 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 the unfiltered water has heavy metal. We know that. Very, very slight. Same way as you drink tap water. It has some heavy metals in it. So the, but, un, wait, so the unfiltered lake water does not have a lot of heavy metal? Unfiltered lake water has shitloads of heavy metals in it. Filtered. And some has, of the flora. Filtered, filtered has minimal. And in the filtered, I didn't see any flora. Correct. But I failed the luck roll. I mean, that could have been for anything. Could have been for the Doritos. Okay, so the lake already has some level of pollutant. Yes? Because there were trace amounts in the lake. Yes. And, and it's very similar to uh, the, the composition of chemicals in um, the cop spot. Yes? Yes. You Meaning, compare it to the autopsy report, and they are pretty close. So does that in the mean, same proportions. The cop, so does that mean the cop was in the water? Does that mean the cop drank some of the water? I don't understand. What's that mean? What's he an intelligent person? He did get puked on. 
give me an idea role. This is a small detail. It it could be a number of things, where it could be he just eats things that that thing likes to eat, or that thing has been engineered to eat. Yes, int. I failed it. Okay. Are you texting this question out to the group or are you just noodling? At some point, we're all going to reconvene, right? So, yes, at some point, we're, I'm not going to text it because we're not supposed to be texting information to each other because we're clandestine, it, you know what I mean? It, it seems... At some point when we reconvene, all of you will get all of this, yes. Yep. I might it's... need to make a little stop before we do. It seems that something in the water infected somebody and that somebody infected the 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 science, the the chair, the uh, the deputy, the deputy infected his wife. Um, maybe other people have been affected, and the result of the infection is the bacteria or or fungus wants heavy metals. That's what it eats, and so it's causing the person infected to crave heavy metals because the fungus wants the food. And the consumption of the heavy metals is killing the person. Sure. Yeah. Okay. But, but, but how the cor- the coroner didn't get a dip in the lake. The coroner did the autopsy and he might not so have been infected? as careful. He might not have been as careful as you were. He didn't know there was a fungus. And how did Bagman get infected? Bagman was running around with the baby and the, I mean, the, the, he's in the same room. You guys were all in that room. Some of you were lucky. Some of you weren't, maybe. Maybe you were all lucky, but Bagman touched something. Bag of poop. I don't know what, but. Somehow he got infected. But that means if it's that easy for him to get infected, then it's easy for other people to get infected. Yeah, yeah, we're all at risk here, but we've had some small success with neutralizing the thing, and that's good news. A base um, base sense tends to neutralize. Yeah, yeah. So uh, can people ingest sodium bicarbonate? Sure. Yeah, ingest. You, you take it if you've got an upset stomach. Mix it with water. Drink it down. We can try that with Bagman. I mean, we might, I mean, it's... Oh, and I did take a sample. Is he getting worse? Taking another sample of his bloodstream, it seems to be a similar concentration that you saw earlier this morning. Like this is, it's still within a day, so it's not just going to eat yeah. him alive like fire ants. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna go yeah, yeah, yeah. to the local supermarket and get a big box of Arm and Hammer uh, baking soda, and bring it back and see if uh, if that can slow Agent Bagman's infection or maybe stop it altogether alkalize his blood well something that i will say that agent throttle would certainly know uh, from having performed the autopsy is the heavy metals whenever you digest them they don't just stay in your digestive tract these are they were in his bone marrow it was there were concentrations in his kidneys in his lungs it's all through him it's in his central nervous system so weird right that shouldn't have done that well, no, no that is just heavy. what eating heavy metals does. Um, so, like, that's normal. It's the levels that were in him. He should have been, like, crawling, vomiting all over the place before it got to that, to those levels. Um, but if but we what, could kill the fungus, 
what you do know is to essentially deal the equivalent of pouring sodium bicarbonate in the human body is chelation therapy, which is pretty nasty stuff. It takes about a week. Um, it can lead to permanent kidney damage and generally feels like hell, but that is treatment for heavy metal poisoning. All right. So we should get him started on that ASAP. Well, we need to stop the the fungus first. He doesn't have heavy metal poisoning right now. And if we can keep him from eating heavy metals. um, Yeah, but he's already eaten some, so. He has eaten more than he should have, yes. If we can can kill the fungus before it gets too much of a hold on him, though, I think the bicarbonate will probably damage the cells of the fungus. We can start that. Yeah, we can start that right now. Yeah, so I'll run to the store and get some bicarbonate. Just, it's not the weirdest thing I've I mean, eaten. It's the only thing that we can think of. It's not going to be pleasant because it tastes like shit. So can we reconvene here before the session ends, like at a hotel room or something? Uh, well, yeah. How about we go all right here at the coroner's where you are? That's where you are, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm what already about there. The out, what about the out team? Well, I'm, I'm, like, ten, I'm like 10 minutes down the street. So, yeah, I, he can. But Highline's up an hour away. How long is Highline planning on staying there? Well, he's scoping it out. That's his job. He doesn't need to be here. OK, we'll just text him. As right. we mentioned that, I think it's a great time for the camera to shift focus back on Highline ripping out a mean air guitar solo, uh, still just trying to kill time, waiting. Your phone starts going off, requesting to meet back up. Oh, hell. And as you check your phone, someone knocks on your side window. You turn and see a disheveled man slightly balding with small square glasses sort of looks at you and says, open the door. And I need you to roll a power roll for me. Oh. And I think we'll pick back up there next week. Oh, no. <laughs> Damn it, Brent. Who's Brent? Brent is he, the bane of our existence. <laughs> he's a guy that infected the uh, the, the deputy. The cop, right? He's a scientist. Yeah. Oh, we know that, that we know that the guy's name. Oh, yeah. We have a picture of him. Yeah. I remember I uh, sent all those, the pictures to the bureau and they scanned it and. Right. The last time we played was like 1984 or something. <laughs> <laughs> Throttle's an academic. She's used to getting like 10 emails and going, okay, I'll look at that sometime. It was last year. <laughs> True. Technically. <laughs> Our players included Matt Ryan, Dan Apolis, uh, Billy Chung, uh, Joseph Clay, and myself with Lex Hurley as the handler. We have a Discord server where you can set up private games. You can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. 
like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh together with all the members of our gaming club inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Delta Green role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming. Ah.